Hi, this is New Life North Metro's Home is Live podcast. We want to passionately welcome and thank you for joining us today. We're glad you are here. Listen and be blessed by the word. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this time we have together. Thank you for your word that will be spoken today. Thank you. Help me, Holy Spirit to be able to clarify and to explain what you want to explain today. We give this service to you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Yes, last week, how many of you here last week? Amen. You know, we talked about, praise the Lord, how whatever season we are in in life, we can praise God in His majesty. We can praise God in our ministry. We can praise God in the mystery of life. And even when things are not going right, we can still praise God in spite of the misery that we are facing. Amen? So today, I want to talk about another aspect of why we are the church. What makes the church different? Amen? So before I, I, I preach, I want to share a certain story. Many years ago, uh, Pastora Mara was, uh, in, she's in her job now, she was in charge at that time of buying gifts for the Christmas party. And when she got home that day, we were just newly married. Judah, I don't know, I don't know if Judah was even born yet at that time. So we were talking and she was saying, Boo, pray naman. Oh. I go, what? You know, the, 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 the top price is uh, for the raffle would be a tablet. Maliit pa at that time. I forgot the name of the tablet. It was like a flame or I just, I don't remember. It wasn't an... Torch or I forgot something. So it was about parang a fire. So I said, as soon as she told me, I go, Tara, let's pray. And she said, What? Right now, let's pray for it. Lord, do you want, do you believe? She goes, Yeah, I want to win it so I can give it to you for your ministry. So I said, Okay, Lord, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we claim this. And in Jesus' name, we will receive it and then we will get it for the use of the ministry. Amen. The party came and in the middle of the night, she calls me, I won. I won it. She won the top prize. And then she started telling her office mates about how we prayed and how God answered our prayer and, and gave us the... So the next year, it was the party again and they were buying stuff and the office mate said, Mara, you cannot join her this year. <laughs> and she's like, why? Because your husband is a pastor. And when you pray, so we don't want you to always win the first prize. And they were serious. They told her she could not join anymore. Because daya daw. Kasi malakas daw ako kay God. And it's so funny, many times we hear that, that, you know, talking about pastors or leader or priests or whatever. Uh, malakas sila kay Lord, mas close sila kay Lord. But I want to let you know that's not true. Because we are all... We all have the same access to God in our prayer life. But I want to encourage you. One thing I believe that makes the church significant is that your prayer is powerful. Not me alone. Can you believe the person beside you? Their prayer is powerful. Tignan mo sila. Can you believe it? The problem is sometimes the person that you're looking at does not believe. And that's where the problem happens. When you don't believe that your prayer is powerful, you will not see 
answered prayers that way. But when you begin to believe and understand there is power in your prayer, you will begin to understand that God has called us to a life of prayer. When Jesus came into Jerusalem and He turned over all the tables, He says, you have made the house of God a den of thieves when this is a house of prayer. The temple is a house of prayer. Do you not know that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit? Therefore, you are that house of prayer. Amen. Come on. Amen. Come on. And prayer is, that's why the thing is, Pastor, sige, I believe what you said. But how do we do it? You have the right attitude. Because in the Gospels, the disciples actually in seeing how Jesus prayed, you know, Miles Monroe had a great example in his preaching. He said, Peter was casting out the devil for, or the spirit from the, the boy with uh, epilepsy. And he was praying and praying and praying and nothing was happening. And then he walked away and then Jesus came, one word, boom, it came out. And, and they said, what was the difference between Jesus and the disciples? When Jesus already told the disciples... You know, you can cast out demons in my name. You can cast out spirits. He had given them authority. And Miles Monroe put it this way. Jesus would spend hours in prayer. And that's why his ministry was just seconds. When some people take seconds in prayer and find out it takes hours to do ministry. See, the foundation of your life should be your prayer life. Because the deeper you go here, the higher you go in your life. So don't think prayer is just something you do before you eat. Or when you're desperate. Prayer and is essential. And the disciples saw Jesus having this attitude, right attitude towards prayer. And that's why his ministry was so powerful. That's why when they saw Jesus in Luke 11, 1, now it came to pass as Jesus was praying, take note, in a certain place that when he had finished, one of the disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. How many of you know we can learn from Jesus? Amen. He is our perfect example. So today, we're going to look at that prayer pattern. It's not a memorized prayer, but a prayer pattern that Jesus told his disciples. And again, this is something not for you to memorize. It's not for you to, you know, I have to do it this way because if I don't do it this way, my prayers will not be answered. No, I want to let you know that you don't, if you don't pray it this way, it doesn't mean your prayers will not be answered. But Jesus was kind of teaching them, this is how I do it. This is how I start my day, how I end my day. This is how I communicate with God, with my Heavenly Father. Amen? Amen. And the wonderful thing about today is that we understand, you know, we understand through Scripture how we can do these things. But before we understand the how, we need to have the right attitude towards prayer. Amen? So can we have the right attitude towards prayer? So what is the right attitude towards prayer? Let's look at Mark eleven twenty four. 24. The right attitude towards prayer. Are you ready? 
Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you, when you, it doesn't say if you pray, it says, so there's a difference between whatever you ask if you pray and whatever you ask when you pray. When you say when, ibig sabihin, gagawin mo. Yes. If is you're not sure if you're going to do it. When is gagawin mo, you just don't know when you're going to do it. Are you there? Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. The right attitude towards prayer, if you are going to shortcut this line, believe that you receive them, it's basically praying in faith. See, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is praying and thanking God that it's already yours even before you actually see it happen in your life. Faith is not hoping one day, although we need to have hope after we pray, but faith is believing that what you pray for, God has already heard you and has already given you the answer. As Daniel was leaning down and praying before God every day, finally after months, an angel appeared and the angel told him, from the first time you knelt down, God sent me. From the first time you knelt down to pray, God sent me. But the enemy was hindering me from coming. But thank God you didn't stop praying. Because your prayers helped me go through this battle to get to you. Now I'm finally here and I want to let you know that God has heard your prayer and He will release your people and they will return to the promise. They will return to Jerusalem. That was Daniel's prayer. From the first time you knelt down, even if you feel it's been months, years, God has already heard your prayer. Amen? Amen? He's heard you. Tell the person beside you, God heard you. Therefore, our attitude in prayer should be an attitude of faith. Not if the Lord will answer me, but when the Lord will answer me. I know, Lord, you've already given me my answer. And I'm just... Think, waiting for the day that it will come to pass. Amen? So, let's look at the pattern. Jesus said in Matthew 6, regarding after He told the disciples, this is how you pray. He said, in this, in this manner, therefore pray. And He began with this, Our Father in heaven, holy be your name. The first manner of prayer that we need to understand is we don't just pray prayers. We don't just pray memorized verses. We are praying to a person. Now, we have to understand that we have a God who is very unique in a way because He is one God but presents Himself in three persons. We call this the Trinity. I know this well because I've, this is my subject now in my, in my school. We're talking about the Trinity in creation. And so I, I'm understanding even more in-depthly. And there are many things that we cannot understand, but I love what my teacher would always remind me. He quotes scripture that says this, God is in heaven and you are on earth, so let your words be few. What does that mean? God is God. And we're not. 
So therefore, don't try to explain God so much. Because we can't. Amen? There are certain things that we can explain. Because God, although He doesn't reveal Himself completely, He does reveal Himself to us. We are still in the process of understanding. That's the greatness of God, that we are every day getting more and more understanding of Him. Hindi ba? Galing. That we cannot say, I know God completely. You will never know God completely. Even, I don't know even if you get to heaven that you will know Him completely because it will take an eternity to understand. And even in that eternity, I don't think we will even understand the fullness because He is God and we are not. So let your words be few. Amen? So but one thing I do understand about this God that we serve, that we love, who created us, He presents Himself as Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Father is God, the Son is God, and the Holy Spirit is God. They are all God. Amen? Amen. And they are the same. But they have different functions, especially when it comes to prayer. And I want to encourage you with regards to prayer. So this is it. Let's be clear. We pray to the Father. We pray through the Son. And we pray by the power of the Holy Spirit. Are you there? I will repeat it. So when you pray, you pray to the Father, you pray through the Son in the name of Jesus, and you pray by the power of the Holy Spirit, meaning you can do it in your understanding or you can do it in, if you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, you can do it the perfect prayer in tongues. Amen? So does that mean I should not pray to Jesus and I should not pray to the Holy Spirit? You can because there's still God. So you can pray to the Holy Spirit. You can pray to Jesus. You can pray to the Father. You can pray to any one of them. You can pray to them all the time. You can pray one by one. It's up to you how you would like to pray. But in regards to function, you pray to the Father, you pray through the Son, and you pray by the power of the Holy Spirit. Is that clear, New Life North Metro? We're not throwing our prayers in the air, bato-bato sa langit, sino man matamaan, si Father, si Son, si Holy Spirit. Wag magalit. Amen? We pray to a person. It's like when you're talking to somebody. You don't just, well, I'm talking to everybody now at once, but if you're having a proper conversation, like you notice when I'm preaching, do you notice that sometimes I'm looking at you and you feel, bakit ako titignan ni Pastor? Tinatamaan ako ni Pastor, tinitignan ako. I see you. You're laughing behind your mask. Diva. But the reason why I do that is because in my preaching, I am communicating. And in your communicating, I need to look at people in the eyes. But don't think at that moment because I'm saying something, oh, he looked at me when he talked about sin. May alam siya. Ah. No, it's just, I'm just so happy. That's why sometimes when I talk about sensitive topics, gumaganyan na lang ako. Para walang magsabi, he's looking at me. 
But I intentionally look at people's eyes. Why? Because, well, sometimes it's hard, especially if you guys up there cannot see you anymore because of the brightness and because my eyes are blurred. But I, it's, when you talk to somebody, you, you speak Melvin. Diba? But sometimes, let's be careful that we don't you know, talk to Melvin. Like, Melvin, good morning, Melvin. It's good to see you today, Melvin. I'm so happy that you came to church, Melvin. I was wondering, Melvin, if you could come with me today, Melvin, to go and, and help me, Melvin, or samahan mo ako, Melvin, to have lunch, Melvin, oh, holy mighty Melvin, you know. Kakapagod, no? Yet when we pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God, for your goodness, Father God. In Jesus, we love you. In Jesus, we thank you. You're laughing at me talking to Melvin. I wonder what God is saying when you're talking to him. Sige pa, anong mga name pakilala mo? Ayan. Come on, that's me. Yes, ako yun. Woo. So, any Father God prayers here? Guilty. Guilty, Father God. Or, or, or when you talk to Melvin. Melvin, thank you for being here. Oh, gracious and mighty and holy Melvin. I beseech you, therefore, to accompany me to have lunch today. For I am without spouse and I need accompaniment. Would you please, in your benevolence, accompany me to... Yet when we speak to, Tara, pray tayo. Oh, Heavenly Father. Nasabihan. Diba? Tara, pray tayo. Oh, Father in Heaven. Relax, bro. Relax, sis. Relax lang. Diba? You know it's funny when you look at it this way, diba? But I wonder how God, when we pray sometimes, Never mind. I'm just, God has a sense of humor. So as we are praying, we have to understand that we are praying to a person. Oh, this will not finish today. I can just see it now. In this manner, therefore pray, Our Father in heaven, holy be your name. When we're praying, we need to understand that we're praying to a person and that our prayers towards him, who is Him, again, to our God, who is our God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Some people would like to pray to all three of them. That's okay. Because they're all God. You can pray, Holy Spirit, help me. You can pray, Jesus, forgive me. You can pray, Father, provide for me. You can pray those prayers. Amen? But Jesus says, but you know, when it comes to function, we pray to the Father. We pray through the Son. So in the name, always pray in the name of Jesus. Because that is the authority that He has given us in our prayer. And allow the Holy Spirit to help you in our prayer. Because sometimes when we don't know what to pray, Romans 8 says, the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. Amen? So, pray to a person. Hebrews 11.6 says this, but without faith, remember, our attitude in prayer is? Come on, our attitude in prayer is? But without faith, it is impossible to please Him, for He who comes to God. How many of you know when you pray, you come to God? 
you must first believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. That's why Jesus says, hallowed be your name. Who is God to you? You're needing healing? Is He your healer? Because if you don't believe God will heal you, then why pray to Him for your healing? If you need provision in your life, you believe God is your provider. You believe He's your source. Or is your job your source? Is your husband your source? Is your children your source? No. You go and you pray to God because He is your source. Amen. Not when I have financial needs. Group chat. Mga anak! Dito na naman tayo. Now, it's okay. Don't feel condemned. Because how many of you know children love their parents? And they will do everything they can for their parents. Ano kang hina ng mga amen ng mga bata ngayon na? But hindi yung source. Your children are not your source. Or are your parents your source? Mommy, daddy, ubus na ang tuition. Ubus na ang ano. Pakiano, pakisend yung, ba- yung pagkain. Ito yung Gcash ko, mommy, daddy. Oh. Pakilang, pakilang. Diba? Our source is God. Amen? So if we need, He is our first option. Amen? Maybe God, if you want your kids or your parents to help you, then pray to God, Lord, speak to my parents. Lord, speak to my children. Kau na bahala sa kanila. Diba? Pwede yan, diba? Then God can use them as an avenue of blessing. You must first believe that He is. And number two, that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Meaning, if you pray to Him, He will answer. Amen? Amen? Tell the near neighbor, God is faithful. 1 John 5, 14-15 says this. Now, this is the confidence. How many of you know that in our prayer, we should be confident? Amen? This is the confidence that we have in Him that whatever... That if we ask, sorry, if we ask anything according to His, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, take note, whatever means according to His will, we know that we have the petition in which we ask for. So, how, do you, how are you sure that God will answer your prayer? When you pray according to His will. When you know Him, and when you know His will, you will be confident in your prayer life. Amen? And our confidence will be rewarded. How? By God answering our prayers. Clear. Number two, Matthew 6.10. Your kingdom come, your, your will be done on earth. As continuation, connected yan. When you know Him, and you know His will, then you will have answered prayers. Pray out His promises. Pray out His will. Amen? That's how we should pray. Pastor, what if I don't know what the will of God is? Ephesians chapter 1. Look at Paul's prayer to the church in Ephesus. And this is my prayer over you today. Are you ready? Receive this by faith. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith. So do you have faith? You have faith in God and Dalawayan, God, no, Jesus. You have faith in God, which is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And we have faith in His. Yes. 
Promises, very good. Are you there? You must first believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Praying according to His will. Amen? So when our prayer is that you would know Him and that you would know His will for your life. And when you know Him and you know His will for your life, you can begin to pray properly. Look at Paul's prayer. Says here, therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and the love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you in prayer, making mention to you in my prayers. What's the prayer? That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of what's his prayer? That you would see God clearly. That the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His. What's His calling? It's His will for your life. His prayers that you may know God, that you may know your calling. What is the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints? What is the inheritance? His promise for you. How many of you know that Jesus already provided on the cross everything we need for life? And it's given to you and I as children of God as an inheritance. Amen. Pamana ni Jesus yan sa atin. May pamana ka. Amen. That you may know the greatness of His power towards those who believe. That's the Holy Spirit. According to the working of His mighty power. He prayed. Lord, my prayer for the church that they would see you clearly. They would know their calling, their purpose in this life. That they would know the promises that you have for them. And that the Holy Spirit would enlighten them and empower them to live. Amen? Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We need to pray out the will of God for our life. Are you praying for God's will for your life? Amen? Or are you telling God what, what His will is for your life should be? Lord, my prayer, Sha. Lord, Sha. Sha ang gusto ko. I pray in Jesus' name. I claim. Kine-claim ko na siya, Lord. Ina, angels surround. Heads of protection. Bakod. Sha, Lord. Have you ever asked God kung siya nga? Amen. I claim that opportunity abroad, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Akin na yan. Akin na yan. In Jesus' name, I call that mine. Have you prayed if God really wants you to go abroad? Tahimik bigla, no? Nung tao, tawanan, pero yung abroad. Ba't alam niya? Ba't alam niya? Nako. Let me explain something. If you're all called abroad, di wala na tayong church. Di pati ako, sige, mag-abroad na rin ako. Come on, are you here? There are some who are, there are some who are not. Because there are some that God has planted in this house. Planted, hindi potted. Yung potted, pwede mo ilipat-lipat. But planted, dito ka. And God planted you here. You want to flourish? Stay planted. You don't want to flourish? Potted. Become a pothead. No, I'm just kidding. 
Just because it's so with somebody else doesn't mean it's the same for you. Lord, ang dami ko pang points. Uh, we pray out His promises. Number three, give us this day our daily bread. Matthew 6.11 People ask me this question, do I still need to pray for provision knowing that God has already provided for me? Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, quoting Ephesians 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God of our Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has already blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Is this prayer for blessing an old covenant truth? Is this something that is not applicable today? You know, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 in the Passion Translation explains it as this. Every blessing, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a loved gift from our wonderful heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus, all because He sees us wrapped in Christ. And this is why we celebrate Him with all our hearts. See, what it's saying here is that whatever Jesus provided for, it's provided in the heavenly realm. But all, we don't live completely in the heavenly realm. Being the church, we are dual citizens. We are citizens of earth and we are also citizens of heaven. We have access to things on earth and we also have access to things in heaven. In the things of heaven, it's already provided for. Jesus already, as we read. But we need to take that which is in heaven and make it manifest here on earth. And that is why the Bible, you know, Pastor Paul says, faith is the invisible arm that reaches into the heavenly realm and takes what's there and brings it to the natural realm. I would like to put faith as this. Faith takes what grace has already provided and makes that truth our reality. Ulitin ko po ah. Faith, and we know we pray in faith, takes what grace has provided, the finished work of... You can't pray for something that Jesus didn't do. It's not going to happen in your life. Praying for something that Jesus did do and praying, Lord, would you do this? He's not going to go to the cross again. Amen? It's done. It's a finished work. So faith takes what grace has already provided and takes that truth in the heavenly realm and makes it reality in our life. Amen? And that is why we need to pray for provision. Why? Why do we pray for provision? Because, yes, God wants to provide for us, but we need to ask. We need to pray. God knows. The Bible says, God knows even before you ask. But listen to, to James chapter 4, verse 2 and 3. Your jealousy wants what others have. So you begin to see yourself as better than others. You scheme with envy and harm others to selfishly obtain what you crave. That is why you quarrel and fight. See, that's the wrong motive in prayer. We don't ask what other people have. We don't, crave, we don't lust after those things. Buti pa siya, no, may ganyan. Dapat ako din may ganyan. So and so may ganyan. Dapat ako din. That's a wrong motive. 
Amen? And all the time, you do not obtain what you want because you won't ask God for it. And you're saying, Lord, what's happening to my life? Are you praying? Are you believing by faith that this is yours? Do you believe that it's the will of God for your life? Amen? But if you ask with wrong motives, it says this, and if you ask, you won't receive it for your asking is with corrupt motives, seeking only to fulfill your own selfish desires. No, we're not going to ask for, Lord, give me 10, let me, give me the lotto numbers para maging billionario ako. Bakit? Para masabi ko, billionario ako. Para bigay ko sa church. Okay, magkano bibigay mo sa church? One million. Magkano panalo mo? 46 billion. Magkano bibigay mo sa church? One million. In comparison, one million is huge. But what are you going to do with the 45 billion, 999 million? Wala lang. Bili ako ng jet plane. Bili ako ng What's your motives? What's your motives? But know this, and my God, our God, will supply all your needs according to His riches. But are you bringing your needs before Him? Are you telling Him, Lord, but God knows my needs. But He has given you the power of prayer. Amen? God has, let's say, God has provided. Buksan mo yung refrigerator. Puno ang ref mo. Lahat ng sangkap, nandun na. Ang problema ba is, mananatili lang ba siya sa loob ng ref? Eh, gutom na gutom ka. De, kunin mo. Kung gutom ka, buksan mo yung ref, kunin mo, kainin mo. That's prayer. It's taking what's already been provided and getting it out of the ref and putting it in your tummy. Is it wrong to pray for provision? No. God takes delight in the prosperity of His servants. Kung yung servant, God is delighted, how much more His children? It is God who gives you and I the ability to gain wealth. Amen? Tatapusin ko, ha? Yes? Uwi na kayo. Four, and forgive us our sins. Ayan na. As we forgive those who sin against us. Pastor, yan ang hindi na tayo kailangan mag-pray. Kasi, old covenant yan, Pastor. As new covenant believers, we don't need to pray for forgiveness because in Christ Jesus, we are already forgiven. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. There is no sin in me. Therefore, I am perfect, right standing, holy as Christ is holy, blameless as Christ is blameless. I am without sin forever. My past, present, and future sins are all forgiven in Christ. Is that true or false? Did I quote something wrong? Everything I said, I think, was biblical. But I want to focus on the attitude of that who said it. First John. 
Pastor, Old Covenant. <laughs> Excuse me. First John, context, was written to the church because there were false prophets going around and telling people that they were born of God and without sin. Ano daw? That they're born of God and without sin? Di ba tayo yan? Aren't we born of God? Aren't we without sin? Uh, false prophets? No. Again, it's the attitude. They were going around and saying that they can never do anything wrong. They had the wrong attitude. Pastor, are we not supposed to have an, you know, yung be sin conscious? Aren't we supposed to be righteousness conscious? Now, we're not supposed to focus on our sins, but we're supposed to focus on Jesus' finished work and us being righteous? Absolutely. Because being sin conscious means we walk around always afraid to make a mistake. God did not call us to live a life like that. Being righteousness conscious means, it doesn't mean that we never make a mistake. It means we understand what Jesus has done for us on the cross and we know we have the ability through the Holy Spirit to walk in righteousness. See, again, Trinity, the Father created us, the Son saves us, the Holy Spirit sanctifies us. What is sanctify? It is a process of being more and more Christ-like every day. Not in our spirit, but in our mind. Because our salvation is not just spirit. He saved us spirit, soul, body. Sanctification is that process. So what it happens is many believers abuse the grace of God by not being sin-conscious being righteousness conscious, but being apathetic to sin, which means, since I'm not sin conscious, therefore I can never sin anymore. And even if I sin, it's already done. So I can do whatever I want. And I do, God doesn't care about what I do because I'm already forgiven in Christ. Now that is the wrong mentality. We cannot go around thinking that because our spirits are saved, that we are already, we can already live, we are already, sorry, we are already living a life that no matter what we do, it's okay with God. And we become apathetic to sin. We become apathetic to the consequence of sin. We think that, wala yan. Wala na yung sin. Sa buhay natin, wala na yan. Deads na yan. But we live in darkness. We continue to sin and say, okay lang yan, Lord. Okay lang yan. You already forgave me, di ba? There's no remorse. There is no humility. And God has called us to live in humility. So what do we have to, you know, Lord... I have to confess my sin. Every Because if I don't do that, I'm not going to forgive God. No. This prayer 
to pray for forgiveness actually basically means that we need to keep our hearts humble. That we need to realize that there are times we do fall short. Because the Bible says for all fall short. There are times when we do miss it. Because sometimes we do miss it. Amen? Come on, are you there? But we're humble enough to say, Lord, I missed it. I messed up. So I come to you today and I thank you that you've already provided on the cross. You're not going to die again for me, but you've already provided forgiveness for that. See, the acknowledgement of sin, that's what confessing our sins means. It means acknowledge that we still fall short. It's not living in I'm perfect and I could never fall short. It's acknowledging that I, can st- I still fall short and I still need God every day. We need God every day. Amen? And God will not come with to you with condemnation. He will come with to you with conviction and with love and with restoration. But a person who does not acknowledge their faults will not receive restoration. Because when you sin, you don't just sin before God, you sin to men. And if you're not going to acknowledge, if I go to Nanay Lorna and I slap her, Tatay Edgar will come and beat me up. Tama? That is the consequence of my action. I cannot just go around and do whatever I want and think, well, I'm forgiven. Because how many of you know, we have consequence for our actions. And that is why a heart of humility, a heart that goes to God in prayer, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Knowing that God loves you and knowing, it's like me saying, Nay, I'm so sorry. I, although I did mean it, but please forgive me. And it's really up to her how long it will take for her to forgive me. But I have to live with that. But I think I go before her and I go before God. See, the key here is when you pray, forgive us our sins, not the memorized prayer, it's knowing that you are forgiven, that you receive forgiveness on a daily basis, and that you now can forgive yourself. Because many people cannot forgive themselves. And a prayer, a humble heart, allows you to forgive yourself, knowing that God has forgiven you and allows you to forgive others who hurt you as well. And that is why the Bible says when you come before the altar and you have a gift, yet you have ought with your enemy, leave the gift down and make peace. How many of you know unforgiveness can hurt your worship? Diba? Feeling unforgiven? Feeling condemnation? See, condemnation is not from God, but conviction is from God. Condemnation takes you away from His presence. Conviction brings you closer to Him, knowing that it is only He who can restore. Only He who can forgive. Only He can do the miracles. Amen? That's why we pray. Amen? Okay lang, friends, sabihin tayo.
last and do not lead us into temptation but deliver us from the evil one amen for yours is the kingdom the power and the glory forever amen praying finally we pray for protection because how many of you know we live in a world that's fallen and there is evil amen there's evil in this world <laughs> and there are bad things that happen to good people so can we pray for protection absolutely galatians chapter 6 we don't need to go there talks about putting on the whole armor of god one part of putting the whole armor of God, verse 18, says, Praying always with all prayers and supplications in spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplications for all the saints. We are to pray not just for ourselves, protection, pray for others as well. Amen? Amen? So, in wrap-up, as Jesus said, we pray the attitude is we pray in faith. We pray to a person. Amen? The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. We pray, number two, out His promises by faith. We know what He's already. Number three, we pray for provision. Our inheritance as the saints. Amen? Number four, we pray for forgiveness. Why? It keeps our heart humble. And it allows us to walk in forgiveness for ourselves and forgiveness to others. And finally, number five, we pray for protection. Because there's an enemy out there trying, like a roaring lion, trying to devour us. So our prayer makes us watchful. Our prayer protects us. Do you, know how, do you notice how it ends? Yours is the kingdom, the glory and the honor forever and ever. Amen. It, after this, Jesus says, how do you end your prayer? You end your prayer with praise. A proclamation of praise. How do you know your worship is a prayer also? When we praise God, it's part of our prayer. Amen. Don't let anyone or anything steal your praise. Amen. Did you get something today? Sorry, I kind of had to rush through it, but yeah, I hope you got what, 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 most of what I needed to say, and I know it will bless you, and I know that it will uh, uh, make sure that it will help you. I believe it will help you in your walk and your prayer life. Amen? You, you don't have to ask if I'll pray. It's you know that we will pray to God every day. Amen? And the deeper your prayer life, the higher we can go every day. So let's cross in prayer. Amen? Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you, Lord God, for your ministry. Father, Holy Spirit, Jesus, Lord Jesus, your ministry here. and What you're doing in the church and the people here. Thank you, Lord, that we know who you are. You are Father. Jesus, you are the Son who died for us. Holy Spirit, you are intercessor. You are comforter. You are here for us. Thank you, Lord God, that we can come to you boldly and have confidence, knowing through your word, your promises, your inheritance, your provision for our life. Thank you that you died for us and you provided for forgiveness. But Lord, 
may we know and be aware if we are hurting others or if we're doing things that would hurt you. Holy Spirit, keep our heart tender. Keep our heart tender that if we're doing things that are not right, not pleasing before you, let us know so that we could change the way. We can repent. What is repent? It's acknowledging I've missed it and changing the way I'm living. Thank you that as I pray, I can pray with true repentance that you would lead me into the right path, knowing that there is no condemnation in you. There is always love. Thank you that this church are protected, their families are protected. And whatever the enemy meant for evil, Lord, you can turn it around for good. And because of this, we glorify you. We magnify you. You are good God. You are a great God. And you do great and mighty things in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We hope you enjoyed and learned from today's message. Share it with your friends and family. Connect with us through Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Welcome home.